babies. I, no, I will not. Here we go. Fuck yeah. All right. Here we go. Shut your face. Shut the Welcome back to 10 Street Hooligans. We are live. I'm your host, John Dunning. Uh, here with the other hooligans, let's go around the horn. We have Pixie Kitten. Hi. I'm just really fired up about the mastery thing on Arena, so I can't wait to talk about it. Woo! Uh, we have Magic Wazubi. Yo, what's up? I can't wait to talk about the mastery system and how great it is of a system. Oh, oh my This is going to be... <laughs> This is going to be a no-holds-barred no event tonight. Uh, and then we have I've Johnny the chairs. Producer. I can't wait to talk about how great the EDH bannings were. Oh, boy. <laughs> whole lot of salt in this episode. And you can't really see him, but you see his glorious logo. That is oh, yeah. Eric from Undying <laughs> MTG. Welcome back, sir. What's happening, man? I'm glad that uh, you guys actually asked me to come back. I'm quite shocked and flattered all at the same time. Does anyone remember the last time when uh, Eric was on? Yeah, we it was very unflattering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you didn't lose your hat. Oh, God. No. <laughs> Eric is the only one wear not wearing clothes because we told him this was another strip episode, but we can't yeah. see him this time. So. And yeah, no one wants <laughs> to see that. <laughs> It's too much. It's better this way. Industry. Yes. It is better this way. So what's up, Jim? The Spike Feeders. We have King of Jake, Mr. Josh himself, Ursa, uh, Rafael Garcia, Eric Williamson, everybody in the house. Everyone in the house tonight. Yo, 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 yo. House. How are we doing, chat? <laughs> Tell everyone kidding. that we are live finally and uh, get more people in here. Share this video. Thumbs up. Do all that good stuff. Uh, Johnny, do we have a charity that we're focusing on tonight? Yes, our charity for the month of July is the Mental Health America charity. It is at www.mentalhealthamerica.net. Uh, you click on the links, look at the About Us, and donate. If you want to take your Magic Card money and put it towards a good cause, this is the charity we're spotlighting this month, so please do give to a good cause. Give to Mental Health America. Perfect. Thank you very much, sir. Instead of uh, slinging those... Uh, booster packs or or arena uh, instead of buying that stupid flaming cat on arena you could support <laughs> the charity uh, this month uh, support uh, you know mental health research because that's what we like to do let's go around the horn anyone else uh, joined by a special guest tonight I'll kick it off I have limousine rye whiskey and this is actually more of a ingredient I've been using this more of an ingredient lately I've been making a lot of traditional style British uh, baked beans on toast and then throwing while I'm cooking the beans, I've been using some uh, rye whiskey in the mix, but I'm just going to drink it straight tonight because um, I'm out of other good shit. So I'm just going to drink my ingredients, I guess. <laughs> Anyone else joined by a special guest? Johnny, what are you drinking? We are drinking Vermont IPA. Ooh. Here's your ASMR moment. Oh, I got tingles. Oh, I got tingles. Uh, <laughs> so weird. Excellent. Uh, we do we have drunk Zuby tonight? Nope, not tonight. All right. <laughs> I have I have to be uh, nice and sober tomorrow morning. Well, and this was like a, a last minute substitution. Uh, yeah, it really a, was a coach football term. Coach had a, a pop up thing happen at the last second. Zuby was actually supposed to miss tonight, and he actually, 
I don't know, got fired or something, and now he was able to do the podcast. <laughs> Lots yeah. of free So um, if everyone can go to my Patreon, I need money. <laughs> <laughs> Needs money now. Uh, PK, we drinking uh, red wine tonight. Of course. Yeah, Any it's the only way I get through this. Let's and what off. IPA is Eric drinking tonight? Oh, definitely not uh, the Jamba Juice, <laughs> but I I got uh, my usual, I got my Boston Lager Sam's, and then my buddy was trying to get me on this Land Shark stuff, because he's uh, been telling me it's great, but it's uh, it's all right. It's not for it's, a light beer, it's okay, but uh, it's not something I'm going to go like crazy about, but yeah. yeah. That's all I have in the fridge for right now until I go to the store this weekend. So you won't drink an IPA, but you'll drink a Boston Lager, which is one of the most bitter beers I love made. it. I don't know, man. Like I, I tried, you know, a few IPAs, and they like just, oh, they're just vile. Like that is like oh, the epitome of hell's creation. Like I don't know what that is. <laughs> I love the adjectives, which I can totally get if you didn't like Boston Lager. Do you like Arrogant Bastard from Stone too? <laughs> You're just bizarre. Yes, I, it just, I don't know, man. I, I just, I like what I like. I you can't help a, it. A card bizarre, like our fallen comrade. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's not falling. Aww. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's. Uh, what, Johnny, producer, what, what's uh, up first tonight? What are we talking about? Well, uh, let's see. I think we've got bandless factor fiction. We oh, got yeah. factor fiction for Eric. Um, and right. then we we're talking M twenty and what we think of it. And then we're talking some arena shenanigans, which apparently had things go down. Oh, yeah. We, we had a nice off, yeah, off camera uh, debate between. Uh, one Zuby and one Pixie, uh, but so we'll we'll hope that they could recreate that that fiery magic for for everyone. Uh, Don't worry, sure. I got you. Yeah, I'm still fired up. So yeah. All right, PK, take it away with our fact or fiction. Okay, so for anyone who hasn't seen Fact or Fiction yet, we ask our guests to provide three things about themselves. One is a fact, two are fiction, and we are going to guess which one's true. So here we go. We have our factor fictions about Eric. Number one, I wanted to be a pro wrestler after high school. True. <laughs> Number two, I was never hired as a model slash actor. Okay. Okay. And number three. With that girl I'm... butt? No, yeah, he's been hired. <laughs> <laughs> number three. I never kept my love for Magic the Gathering from my wife while we were dating. Well, wait, you ne he never kept his love from? Correct. Okay. So so he, he was, was very open about oh, it. So very open about it. Okay. they were dating. Excellent. Correct. PK, why don't you start us off? What do you think? Uh, I think... That Eric wanted to be a pro wrestler after high school. <laughs> but I'm going with. All right, Johnny. <clears throat> well, I know there's no way on earth he told his girlfriend that he was playing magic cards. So I think it's the second one. What's the second one? He didn't. What? What was that? That was, I was Eric. What I was is never hired as a model actor. So you're saying you. He wasn't. That he never that's was. a truth. That's a truth. So right. there's, I'm saying that's. If you're saying it's true, then then that means I was never hired. If you say it's false, then that means I was. Okay. Don't talk to my producer like he's an idiot. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's worded weird. It just it's confusing. I, you know what? I'll take the weird one. <laughs> uh, I'm the I'm middle number two. Yeah. Yeah, what you're 
Um, I'm going to go number three. Number three was uh, which? I figure? never kept my love for Magic the uh, Gathering with my wife while we were dating. I am. I, I think again with that Badunka Dunk, he was some kind of a butt model. So I'm going to go with the. Uh, he was a model. So number two. So you're yeah, saying then you have that's, to pick a so different you'd have to one. Say that one would be false. Yeah, the one that you, you'd have to pick one that's going to be true. God damn you! That's that is a very. Good I know. I, I know. I worded my stuff funny on purpose. You know. <laughs> All right, then I'll say the pro wrestler. You, okay. you live in Ohio. We'll say pro wrestler. <laughs> oh shit! That's right. <laughs> Okay. All right. Eric, so, now, what, what, so, no, so, so eliminate the two that were not correct first. The ones that were not correct? Correct. Uh, the one that correct. was not correct, correct was that I kept my love of MTG away from my wife while we were dating. I knew it. That oh. was, so that, uh, yeah, that def- most definitely was. And uh, you wish she to... was well invested in. Oh, yeah. 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 And mm-hmm. I, <laughs> it was like. The, the long story short is that she found out on accident because I was playing MTGO one day because I always wake wake up before she does. And she like like a ninja, like silently got out of bed and she goes, what the hell is that? And I'm like, uh, like I got caught looking at porn or something. I'm like, uh. I'm like, uh, how do I explain this? Or she goes, you're not into that stuff, are you? And I'm like, oh, wow. yes, all ashamed. <laughs> Is, is she They're, into it now? No, or? Absolutely not. No, she hates it. But oh, you know, okay. she accepts. But she puts up with it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She's, she's a good. My sport. wife used to LARP. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh wow, that's another level right there. LARP Vampire the Masquerade. Oh boy. Oh my god. <laughs> I, I used to get invited to a couple of those uh, from some very shady characters. I'm glad I never went. <laughs> you probably you probably would have LARPed with my wife or something. I probably would have gotten eaten or something. Yeah. Wow. Hey, uh, uh, John, otherwise known as Cardboard Paladins, otherwise known as Warlord hey. Hank in the chat. What's up, dude? Warlord Hank. Hey. Warlord Hank. Carl's here. Yeah. Hi, Carl. Who's Carl? Oh, hey, Carl. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Hi, Carl. Hello, Carl. Back to Eric, okay? Back to Eric. <laughs> Back to okay. me. That's okay. right. The spotlight's on me. Don't you take this away from me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, everyone, shut Sorry, up. Sorry, Carl. Jeez, Carl. <laughs> Coral. 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 <laughs> shut up. Keep an eye out, Coral. <laughs> oh, my God. AKA. AKA. <laughs> All right, go, go, go. Come on, come on. Come on. Okay, so. Come on, go. Bro. So what is it? one that is. That is false was the uh, second one because I absolutely was hired as a model slash actor when I was 18. <laughs> I knew it. So can we see your work? Uh, no, because uh, there's a funny story behind that, actually, because uh, I'll try to summarize this as accident. fast as possible. But I got hired by a company called, God, what the hell is it, like Top something or other um, in Cleveland. And then I was expecting to have work in Cleveland because I was actually, uh, this is going to, obviously you guys know that the first one was true because I was trying to do the modeling stuff to pay to go to wrestling school. <laughs> so wow. that, that was going to be my thing. And uh, so they're like, oh yeah, we got you hooked up and uh, you got to go to Michigan. I'm like, what? I'm like, but I didn't have a car at the time. So I was expecting somebody I had lined up was supposed to drive me to Cleveland because I was expecting to go to Cleveland for work. And uh, basically, I had to turn it down. And then basically, there's 
uh, personal shit that happened after the fact that kept me from trying to go to a different agency to get other work. And then fast forward, and now I'm miserable working into a, in a factory. So, But you know. were you a butt model? I was supposed to do commercials. A little bit of butt work. But probably <laughs> some underwear modeling. Yes! And that's not oh, my God. Have you ever seen the pictures? I'm telling you. I could set my drink on it. It's wonderful. Uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah, that was legit. Um, pics or it didn't happen. <laughs> I need to see pictures now. You well, better there, DM there, me those there, pics. There, there, there is no pics. There would have been pics had I moseyed on up to Michigan, but... Uh, and like I said, so I, had to I, I guess unfortunately the, the, decline. Like it's like so. It's like hired and quit in the same you. day. <laughs> so I guess the moral of the story is don't fuck with Eric because he will wrestle you to the ground and then yeah, put his yeah. big butt on you. Apparently. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I'll give. I'll do the stink face like Rikishi. If anybody knows who the hell that was, yes, <laughs> Rikishi. I have no idea. No, oh my God! Why are you Follow kidding, me, bro? Uh, Get out of here! All right, this is happening. Jeez. Moving along. Hi. Hi. What? Hi. So the moral of the story is I wanted to be a pro wrestler. Carry on. Perfect. <laughs> uh, didn't you get injured or something? Aren't you hurt? Oh, God. I'm injured from a multitude of things, primarily skateboarding, yeah. work, everything. <laughs> Aren't <laughs> you hurt? Aren't you hurt? Yeah. Aren't you like half a person right now? I'm like pretty God, You can't ask somebody if they're hurt. <laughs> what the hell, man? There's no HR on 10th Street Hooligans. Okay. Johnny's the Good HR. Point. Yeah. Good point. Right, take Am it up. I? What? what? I'm sorry, we have no plans. There we go. Ah. <laughs> All right, so thank you very much for the fact or fiction. Thank you, Eric, uh, for yeah. letting everyone know that you were a butt model. Uh, moving That's along, right. what do we have next on the docket, producer Johnny? Well, since we want to capture that lightning in a bottle, why don't we go ahead and talk about Arena and the kitty? Okay, the best cat. Ever. Oof. All right, so well, I'll let I'll let Zuby and uh and uh, Pixie well, battle this hold one. On, hold on, before before we do that, let's uh because I think that's gonna take the, the the most amount of time. These two going at it, and I think that's gonna be the, the best part. <laughs> but uh, I would be remiss not to ask our guest first, uh, Eric. Yes. What do you think about this whole this whole drama? The drama of what? I'm like what out of the that? loop. Oh, have you not played Arena? I have not gotten on in the past few days. I was on Saturday, but that was the last time I was on. So the pay-to-play thing, like the... The, um, the mastery system. Yeah, the Let's, Why don't we get a recap of oh, all, The only system. thing I know about is you get a cat. <laughs> I mean, I think that's dumb. Well, so, yeah, l- let's get a recap of it. I can explain sure. it here. Sure. Um, let's get an so explanation of the mastery system. The mastery pass is essentially wizard's version of the battle pass which is made popular from fortnite call of duty and other games similar to i think apex legends as well is very similar in that aspect so essentially the way the mastery pass works in theory is you just play the game and the more you play the game you unlock rewards right whether oh, that be the whole thing that people were complaining about they capped how much experience or whatever yeah. you could get yes so, so, that, so that's one big problem of the mastery pass but the biggest complaints that I'm seeing about the Mastery Pass is if you don't pay for the Mastery Pass, the rewards are Stop. very, very bad compared They're to what awful. we used there to There is get. zero incentive to play without the Mastery Pass. Also, does it actually mathematically make sense to buy it, though? Like, does it pay for itself? Fuck no, because you don't get any new cards. You just get uh, skins of cards, yeah. right? Oh, no, that's that, stupid. No, that's not true. Uh, 
You get no, packs. You, you get, get a lot of packs. You okay. get packs, wild cards, a lot more gold. You get the mastery orbs, which does so, unlock skins. I, w- I would venture a guess that, yes, it does pay for itself. It does, yes. Okay. But it's a free-to-play game. Like, right. there's uh, no incentive to play without buying the Mastery Pass. There is. H- no, is, there isn't. How is there not? Because you can still grind for gold every day. You get the free... What, what do you use gold for? Use gold for either booster packs or draft. Draft, yeah. But how often can you can you pay for a draft with gold? You, If you go on every day, you're going to get minimum about 500 gold. So but you, there's not always a draft available that you can play with gold. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> um, Point goes to choking on the truth. <laughs> Just jugged him right no, in the I, neck. Yeah, yeah. It's a difficult but, pill to swallow, isn't it? It's still there, though. You can still have the ability to draft when it's available. Like once a month. So then, like, I mean, I guess you just say with outside of drafts and you're just getting boosters more or less. Yeah. But and, and that's what you know what? That's something I ran into back in I stopped playing in March, and that's something I was seeing back then. Like you couldn't draft with gold on a regular basis anymore. And I thought that was just a fluky thing, but apparently that was their mode. And they I was kind of wondering if they were gonna make it a pay-to-play type thing eventually, but it's kind of fast if they're doing it all like that. It's the same thing that EA play or anything. Yeah. It's yeah. still free to play. So right. yeah, but more or less, like I should have rephrased that, like uh, pay to win more because you're gonna yeah. essentially get better cards if you're putting money into it. Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, pretty, but the hook's that's not there. Stone right there. I mean, it's yeah. kind of for any kind of card game you play. That's gonna be free to play. Yeah. So I, th- I I don't know. I I think that it would have seemed less nefarious if it came if it came out of the gate like this, like Fortnite did. It already had the battle pass with it. Um, or the season pass, or whatever it, theirs was called, or like other games. So many games now do this, and, and this is all stupid <laughs> thing that EA did back in the day, where they started releasing like they basically release half the game. You spend your sixty dollars, and then you go to play it, and none of the DLCs are there. Or you know, their DLCs exist in in the first place, it, and all this. Do you know what started it all, John? Skyrim, or was it? Uh, uh, um, Elder Scrolls on the fourth one. Fuck. Oblivion. Um, Oblivion. Oblivion with right. the horse armor. Yes, exactly. So it's like no <laughs> no one releases, and it's it's a, it's ninety percent of the time it's EA or it's um, whoever makes uh, Fallout and uh, I'm blanking on it and and the Elder Scrolls, forget the company's name, but a- anyways, they're Bethesda. Uh, Bethesda. Bethesda. Thank you, Bethesda. They're you're always welcome. you know coming out with these giant games that you're spending a huge amount for, but then they then they make you pay more and more and more and then all these like free-to-play games were like oh it's open beta and you could come in and play however much you want well it's not because you know and i see my son my son's like a crack addict when it comes to to fortnite and he's just like ah they just released a new skin and blah blah, blah and i i need v bucks i need v bucks and that's <laughs> now what we're doing with magic where it's just like i don't know yeah. it, unless you're gonna be like MTGO where you're going to release everything where where like you could play EDH and you could play modern and you could literally it's just magic the gathering but online and it looks great I think yeah. it's like how fucking dare they uh, ask for for more money Yeah but, I, I but, but you're not being forced to buy it though No you're not being forced to buy it but look at it, think of it this way like I can 
it, I, there was no real incentive, and I know Trap is talking about like the incentive is microtransactions. No, the incentive for me is actually feeling like I can move forward in the game at some kind of reasonable pace, even if right. I'm just grinding out value. And the value was the like it was it was slowing down. There was there was less incentive. There were less options to unlock, and then these daily goals just got boring. Just straight up boring. Oh, play 40 lands? Oh, darn, that's dumb. And it's boring. Boring. That's what happened for me. Arena got boring. So I can play this. Some of you are going to really hate hearing this, but I play a stupid little game called Clash Royale. I don't pay hardly anything into that. All I right. don't know what that is. Zuby it's warned just, you about this off-air, Johnny. It's just a dumb game. It's just a dumb phone a game. little phone game. But you can still move forward in the ranks, even if you're not you. putting money in it. And that's the thing. Like, well, if you want a free to play, you got to give people let people feel like they actually have a chance, as opposed to you have to pay this money. And it's a pay to play. Right. It's a pay to win yeah. format now. And the next so, question I have is: Are we still in beta? Is this still beta form? Te- yes. Technically, yeah. Yes. Okay, so technically, this isn't the final iteration. So you know. Correct. They're they testing the waters, it. and if they the, keep the, making money on this version, that's what we're looking they'll at. They'll keep it in beta oh, forever. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah. the biggest problem with the Mastery Pass right now to me is the daily cap. The daily cap of XP is the biggest problem. I feel like yeah. people wouldn't have as much animosity to it if they didn't cap it like they do right now. Yeah, it, that's true. If you If you bought the Mastery Pass and then you could just grind the shit out of it like fine that's fine that would be fine but like you make people buy the mastery pass then they can only do so much but you have to keep playing to really get all the rewards that you've paid for you don't get everything in the mastery pass the moment you pay for it you've got to you've got to build up all these levels to actually get the stuff like i just John, like you were saying, maybe if they had started it out like this, mm-hmm. it would have been fine. But they didn't. And they started it out with the regular rewards, with the packs, and now they've taken that all away. You essentially can't win packs if you if you're not if you're not if you didn't buy the mastery pass. Like Well well, even with the free mastery pass, you're getting packs very sparingly. Like if you play every day, I think you get about one to two packs a week. without having to I... buy it. Do you even get them that often? They're it might. You, you, have, you have to look at the timeline of yeah. when you get packs and all that. It. it needs to oh, be refined anyways, because like, what's with the random card that's usually like full of suck anyways? Like, <laughs> well, and, and and that that's been a part of that's been a problem with Arena since the beginning. The individual card rewards they just they should just really take from Hearthstone and do their crafting system where, where you can you dust right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now they're not going to do that because if you saw in the same uh, <coughs> uh, statement that was released is now they're not going to strip away your, your older cards like they did with Ixalan and Kaladesh where where you're still yeah. going to have those. But they're like, we have nothing for you to do with them right now. But down the line, we'll implement special events where you could where you could use your old cards. Of course, they're not, yeah. you know, it's not going to be like full on. You could play Modern or Legacy or even EDH or anything like that. But they're going to have these like weird little events like they did with the with, like Mormir and like the, the Planeswalker events. The Singleton. Yeah, and where, where that, that's yeah. going to be the thing where it's like play with your own cards and that's going to be only Standard one of plus. that thing. And you're going to be like, oh, wow, that was fun for like the 10 games I got to play. And now that's yeah. it. So. So also, well, they are you know, coming out with historic as well too. 
which is their oh, standard yeah. extended, essentially. Well, okay. The Mastery Pass, too, also, you have to buy that for each set. So, like, the Mastery Pass right now is a Mastery Pass for Core Set 2020. When the yeah. next set comes out, you'll have to buy the Mastery Pass again for oh, the next boy. set. Well, well, that's just taking, that's set. just taking the model of other games like Fortnite and Apex Legends. They do the same thing, but they call them seasons, season. right? Yeah, they call them seasons. Yeah. Well, but they're they're putting out they're putting out so many new sets all the time. Like, right? Well, it's it's every three months. It's once a quarter. I wonder that's... why. I wonder if that's a part of it now. I, I think that maybe they sped up the releasing. You know, everyone has like a new set release fatigue right now. I wonder if that played into it because they were implementing the, the season pass. <clears throat> I mean, now um, I think what what I really think is this is just a way for Watsy to get more money out of Arena okay. to show shareholders like how much money they're making off yeah, it. They, um, because I'm sure they were making enough money before this, but now this will give people more incentive to buy the pass. Oh, you want to get to level 100 quickly? Okay, you got to buy gems in order to level up even yeah. quicker. So yeah, but I didn't want to spend money on this game. Like I spend money on paper cards. I didn't want to spend money on this game. And but well, you see, you and that's why that's where I differ, and that's why I spend money on Arena because right now I don't play Paper Magic. This is my magic essentially. But isn't this liching it away then, or siphoning uh, <clears throat> players away? Like, because not every not everyone has an unlimited bankroll, so people. This is you know we know we always thought that Arena was a good like they hit it perfectly where people still want to play Paper Magic because of EDH and it was free to play and this was kind of the in between until they could get you to the F and M's or get you to the big events. But now that you're going to have to pay more money towards it. I mean, and especially this is going to pull more money funds away from MTGO as well. So it's this another death knell for that system. Well, I think the biggest problem, and I've said this before on many podcasts on this show, on my show, that what Wizards needs to do, they need to get out of their assholes and (laughs) putting booster pack codes in booster packs like Pokemon does. If they did the online system they would make i guarantee you way more money both in paper and digital yes i agree with that they do it in the planeswalker decks but that's but, but those it. are shit but you just they're get shitty. Planeswalker deck shitty. I and agree. It's shit. it is it's shit but you get no booster packs with that yeah you don't you don't with the booster packs you don't get anything they really should they really should put a code with a booster pack. And the the fact that they're the sealed the the sealed pre-release codes are have been steadily getting shittier because Guilds of Ravnica you got a Agreed. free sealed event in yep. Magic Arena. Ravnica Allegiance you just got a free draft event. Traditional, right? Traditional draft. And then now right. with uh I think it was the same in War of the Spark with Corset yeah. 2020, you just get what six booster six packs. Booster packs. Yeah. Yep. Draft because why so capitalize it, on a freebie, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how you would get someone who's new to magic. They come to a pre-release. Okay, cool. Now I got a code to do another sealed event on this online client. Cool. Yeah. You, you know? know the the only thing I can think of why they might other other than trying to like nickel and dime things, if they don't see numbers to warrant putting those things in the packs they will scale back because they're not seeing crossover. There may be a chance that they're not seeing enough crossover from paper players to arena. And that's something like they, they know they're, they might, they might realize this. The marketing might be telling them that you have multiple demographics of players playing in different platforms. You have your arena players 
then you have your paper players, you have some Mitko players, but if they get the sense that they're not crossing over, what's the incentive of putting those bridges there if nobody's taking the bridge? It's that that might be what's going on too. Well, which I'll be I think we can from... talk. Oh, I think we'll ahead. be I'm able sorry. to talk about this when we get into talking about the the, the most recent ban ban and unbanning for EDH. Like there's there's signs there that EDH as a paper format has a major influence on the secondary market. And if they can say, well, we have one thing doing this over here and it's not affecting arena, why are we trying to cross-promote when they are two different markets? Yeah, they're, they're going they're... all in on, on EDH because that is the only thing that's driving paper magic at the moment. Well, that so, and modern. Modern and EDH are the two biggest yeah, factors. There's, there's still a lot of... I mean, modern, is truly, modern and legacy is truly the only thing that's keeping... I wouldn't even say leg I'll legacy. I'll say legacy. I think, yeah, I was about to say legacy. I just feel with that. It's just, I mean, most people that play it are the OG players because the yeah, realistically, no, for, for the Magic casual Online. person yeah. isn't going to be. Oh, able for to Magic play. Online? Yeah. That's yeah. the only thing. Maybe Magic, Magic Online. Online on. Yeah, but paper? Oh, yeah. hell no. No, no, no. Uh, Magic Online is the only thing, uh, or for modern and legacy, that's what's keeping Magic Online yeah. on life support. Uh, the I, chat I, had a great. Uh, point. Uh, it was actually Dr. Efren, Pat Crack Fever. It's only beta in name oh, the same way Gmail was in beta for years. It's only a reason for there to be existing bugs. Yeah, absolutely. It, and that's... it's a way to placate their shareholders, yep. too. Yep. Well, I'll say this real quick about the whole uh, trying to, you know, cross-brand as far as bringing the whole thing of paper players to Arena and all that jazz. I agree with you guys as far as the uh, codes and packs, because I'll speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for everybody here, but it would actually give me an incentive to buy booster packs more often just because I know I play both. Yeah. So then I would be like, oh, okay, exactly. sweet. You know, I can get a code too, so that way I can bolster up my stuff on Arena when I'm not able to play paper. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. It, so it, it essentially should drive up sales. And they could even make those codes to where, in all reality, those codes could give you a crappy pack anyways. It's not like sure. they can't do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it would be a win-win for them. And then the only thing that it would do really for you is just help you crack more packs to get those wilds and stuff. Make so you I don't feel like you're getting Or, or, or yeah. even yeah. better, even better where, okay, let's say... Wizards doesn't want to be that open, right? What if you bought a box of a set and they said, okay, okay, yeah, you can only redeem it once and you get 36 packs on Arena as well, but that's it. You can't do it again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That would, yeah. That would definitely drive up paper sales. I mean, I don't see I, why. That would drive up I, LGS sales. Um, exactly. You know, other paper sales from other companies. But like I said, I think, I think the biggest thing they're not doing it right now is because they're wanting to show shareholders that arena is making money and they don't want to have to depend on other avenues for it to make money like paper, for instance. I, I don't, right. it's a, it's a weird thought process. Ah. I know because you'd think they would try to coexist, right? That right. it only makes sense for them to put in some sort of connection between mm. paper and arena, yeah. but they're really not. I mean, no. yeah, they have the planeswalker decks, they have the pre-release codes, but we know the planeswalker decks are shit. They're, they're just shit. And the pre-release codes yeah. are getting worse by the set. Well, for paper, it, it, oh, I just had a stroke. Uh, <laughs> are you okay? Do you for, smell toast? For oh my God. Yes, I do. Is, is your face falling off? Uh, <laughs> I hope so. Um, the <laughs> Lotsy already kind of showed their hand when they took away or when they scheduled all these huge events uh, come uh, pre-release time. 
So I don't, in pre-release, I feel is like the biggest boom in sales as far as opening uh, product directly sold from Watsi at, at LGSs and whatnot. So I feel like they are, they really only are focusing mainly on EDH to, to drive these, to drive paper sales because, or, or these other formats. I feel like they are kind of all in on Arena and they're going to be all in on whatever makes the most coin. Right, and I, f I feel like everyone's really excited about Arena. Everyone had n nothing bad to say about it. Even the detractors are starting to come around. Well, guess what? This is the perfect time to, to drop this kind of stinky egg on, on everyone. So, I don't know. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's keep moving. So, you want to? Will this transition well into the the ban announcement? I, John? I think I think this would transition good because. We've got the we talked about arena and, and I think we can talk about this this ban and unbanning in, in EDH and we can the parallels of why there's a disconnect between this crossover would come down to if you look at the cards that were banned which was Paradox Engine and Iona and then the one that was unbanned which was Painter Service uh, Servant Iona and you you look at <laughs> there were huge price swings taking place on those cards because of EDH bans and that's a big deal when you've got something like a singleton format, and it's clearly one of the popular, more most popular formats that people play out there. And then you hit these cards the way they did, and you see the price swings. But it doesn't. If it didn't have an effect on arena, that's showing wizards clearly there are two separate, distinct markets. And and I think that's a big deal. And it was funny because <clears throat> I like to I like to throw a little salt on the wound there because personally, me, I think Paradox Engine. I can understand Iona more for a ban because it is an individual card that tells players you don't get to play Magic. That one sucks. Yeah, Paradox Engine, it's a combo piece. To me, it's it is a combo piece, and and you can interact with combos. You can see a combo coming. You can tell what you're dealing with. I didn't see. I get the rationale behind it, but I I'm not fully buying the need for that ban, especially when they unbanned Painter Servant, which itself was banned in the first place for broken interactions that just yeah. won you the game. So it just seems like an uh, Paradox Engine seemed like an odd duck. I think it was more of a this feels bad, and that's you should only have one untapped phase. I'm like, you can still interact with it. That's my take. I don't know. All those cards inherently. <clears throat> get banned like i think uh was it rafaela's one that untapped things uh, i know like uh, profit of crew fix that was a huge problem for so long yeah i feel like those type of cards always get the axe so i wasn't i wasn't surprised about paradox engine at all i was surprised that that card was even in existence because those type of um you know this, if anything enters untap your things or blah 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 or, or even the what, what's the new uh, uncommon um um the the uh Wilderness the Reclamation. Yeah, the yes. new one. Yeah, oh, Wilderness yeah. Reclamation. Ew. We never that learned. One's, we that never one's learned. pretty rough too. It's like there's you had, you've got Seaborn Muse and Wilderness Reclamation that are still your options. Granted, mm -hmm. it forces you into green as opposed to when you're dealing with Paradox Engine that can work into a number of different like things. anything. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and and that's maybe the it, that was probably its biggest Achilles heel because it could go anywhere. But it didn't change the fact that it's a combo piece that needed multiple other cards. I'm not don't know all the combos. The one I know is Ice Cron Scepter with dramatic reversal, some mana rocks, and then Paradox Engine for yeah. all oops all mana. But it's funny because, you know, we're gonna go and talk about M20 a little bit here. You you get rid of Paradox Engine, but then they bring back they bring us something 
Yuriko or Yurok, the descendant, uh, the desecrated, which I just watched today in EDH, gives you an infinite mana loop with your palancron. So it's like a commander sitting there in your command zone, infinite loops for mana with palancron in in Sultai. So that's like okay. So we lost Paradox Engine, but now there's this. It seems weird. Like I don't know, Paradox Engine felt weird, and I that's. I get it, but I don't get it. Eric? I'll be honest, I don't care about bands. <laughs> <laughs> I had a feeling that I just bad? really wanted you to say it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I really don't. I mean, I've, I've just, I don't know. I mean, I used to play competitive modern, but, like, the stuff that I played, I knew was, like, never going to get the band hammer, so I really never paid attention to it because I don't really net deck too much so like i don't really try to go after what's top tier i try to like take something and try to strip it down to my own idea and put little crappy cards in there that people won't be thinking about so i don't know i don't really pay attention to bands like i'll check it from like more or less just a a flipping standpoint if i know i have something on hand and i'm like oh crap something got banned that i might have had in my stash and i might have to get rid of it but Mm -hmm. i mean usually you know Outside of that, I don't really care. Yeah, and the prices on this crashed fast. I think uh, oh, Paradox yeah, Engine like plummeted to ten bucks. Uh, and... Trap said he tried to turn his in for store credit today. He got a whole shiny dollar. Yeah. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, that stings. What was it before? <laughs> if we had context, it, wasn't it like twenty or thirty bucks or something? Like that? Uh, Paradox Engine was, I think, in the fifty to sixty dollar range. Oh shit! Wow. I'll go check on MTG stock. I think I've still got a Paradox Engine in one of my EDH decks. I'll have to get rid of it. I don't know which one. For a dollar? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, dollar. I need that dollar. I need that dollar, bro. So my whole biggest thing on the EDH thing, um, and this is going to be a really spicy hot take, Ooh. is Wizards needs to take over the format. Uh, what? I mean, even with the 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 new team that's there, like uh, your Shivam, your uh, Sheldon Menry, yep. Rachel, I think yep. they're doing a great job. Yes. Josh Lee Kwai yep. is on there. They, they they just need Watsi just needs to take the format back because it's it's become too big for any one little group. It's basically become like one of the most popular formats for magic and wizards needs to take control of it. But it's the group that created it. Like, isn't like Benny's on there, Sheldon Menry, like th- then Watsi hire him, you know, or, no, th- or contract him out or something. That's fair. You know, yeah. it's, I, I just feel since it's becoming more and more like a sort of face format besides standard and booster draft mm-hmm. for, for wizards, it's, they need to just say like, Hey, you know, we'll buy this off you or we'll contract you out to, you know, be part of the format, but you know, we basically want it because it's making them a lot of money. I wonder if legally they can't. Well, that I have no idea. I mean, in a way, because since they're the format is based off Magic the Gathering IP, and you can't play Commander without using Magic the Gathering cards. Yeah, it's there's probably some loophole or something like that. Hmm. I don't know. How did, so? Are do you think they're doing the the team that's just got appointed just now, do you think they're doing a poor job? I don't know really too much about the team, but just from what I've seen with um, bands in the past, it's I don't agree with a lot of them. A, a lot of the mentality of, from what I see with the rules committee, is just, oh, just 
make sure the games are fun, which is fine. But then I feel like they have you always feel this tinge of animosity towards competitive players in Commander. And I yeah I can I can see that happening too. That that sentiment gets echoed in social media a lot. And I I get that people take Commander as a, as a casual format. But the thing for me is, the, this format isn't driven by tournament results. This isn't like people are watching GPS no. and yeah. the equivalents of a pro tour to determine what is the meta you need to play. It is a casual format, and the biggest thing about that it is managed by the players and the play groups. And I had a little bit of a conversation in Twitter going just someone's bringing up the points like it promoted like paradox engine promotes degenerate gameplay to behavior well first of all that player is choosing not to read the room if they are going ahead and playing it in a pod of players that they know that it's just people are just going to auto scoop but then the other the other end of that is if you got the guy that's play yeah that player keeps playing that choose new friends <laughs> it's like oh yeah it's this well, is that, that's exactly why i only play edh with friends now because we yeah. purposely play degenerate decks and all and, that stuff yeah and you you can gauge what to expect with the table you're sitting at once you've gotten to know enough of the players well enough like i go to my local game store i have a general feel of what to expect from which players and when i sat down with my nekazar deck today and two of the players just like, ooh, yay! And they went and got their clone decks. And we had Nekozars for days. That game was over in, I don't know, 20 minutes. It was great. <laughs> but the point is, this is a format, because there's not a major tournament scene, that is self-regulated at the local level. And it's it's there's not as much need for these bands. On the other hand, I will like to point out, these rule, the rules committee, they don't, they don't drop bands lightly. They don't do it often i don't recall seeing lots of big moves in it, EDH. it feels like lately in the past couple of years there's been a lot of bands yeah but that the current must not have been paying the attention council so to speak has only been around for a couple months so i think this was their yeah. first big banning yeah. and i and i like i said i don't think it, it was a bad thing i, I like that they unbanned painter servant i liked that well yeah and and this is to get me wrong here that i think they're doing a bad job like everyone's doing a bad job it's just more i think it's EDH is getting too big for their britches. Yeah, but and that's but that's not that's not their fault. That's that, I mean, Watsi is oh, basically it, getting free. Fault. They're getting free labor. They have yeah. a, they have a, a, a council of the best people, unpaid, doing a huge part of their business for them. So I don't think it's. I mean, that is true. Yeah, yeah I don't think there's yeah. any, any but, reason but, why. But if it gets to a point to where they start royally fucking up, then. Yeah, they need to. Watsi needs to get in there and be like, "Hey, listen here." But even then, is it going to be that bad? I, I would like. I, I, we can debate intellectually about these bands and why and all that stuff. At the end of the day, it doesn't hurt my feelings, and I'm fine. I will live. I will move on. That's fine. But I do see this kind of animosity for players who want to brew, fine tune their deck as to the like peak performance possible, as as close as possible, and. You get to it like you get past that seventy-five percent that Jason Alt's always talking about, and, and then people like start looking at you like you're public enemy number one. You're a bad person. You don't know how to play the game. No, 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 no. This is a game that anybody can play. If there's such a huge disparity between the casual play and let's just have fun, and people who want to play competitive, let's parcel that out. Let's have a separate ban list for competitive EDH. Let's make sure people who want to play competitive EDH. I think there is a separate ban list for CEDH. Well, there's separate for one-on-one. And then there's a lot of people just play casual. But 
it need I think if you had an actual competitive EDH format multiplayer and then casual and you actually indicated that with a ban list you then you don't run into the same problem people can ask you playing casual or playing competitive and that's a simple question to ask in a local game store and if the majority is casuals like well you put you grab the casual deck that you brought and if you find a pot of four people that have want to play competitive then you go beat each other up with your best deck possible but Making it about oh well you don't know how to play the game it's supposed to be it's a it's supposed to be what you and your playgroup make of it and we are not being dictated by yeah, whether the, or not it's at a tournament level. The, the the biggest problem or not the biggest problem but one of the other problems I have with from what I read what Sheldon puts out is he thinks that there's a lot of people that just want to play two to three hour EDH games and Battle Cruiser Magic essentially, which I, I would have own, to though. is. I would have to assume there's a lot of people like that, but for people who are more like me, who, like you said, I like to fine-tune my decks and all that, it's, I have to, you know, purposely, you know, make my decks bad so I don't, you know, make feel-bads for people. I mean, obviously, I have my different levels of decks for when I go to random people that I don't know. But when I'm with my friends, like I said, it's that that's why I've only been really playing EDH with my friends now, because we purposely make these decks that are terrible that you don't want to play against. And I, I don't know. I, I keep spinning my wheels here with it. And it's just uh, it's I don't I, I like you, John. I don't agree with the um, Paradox Engine ban. And it's just once again, I, I just get a bad taste in my mouth with the, a lot of this stuff. I think that, it, like Johnny was bringing up, and I know Trap was saying it, and, uh, you know, everyone has their own house rules, too, and this is the format that you could really do that, where when you're playing standard, even in the kitchen table, you have kind of a, a set amount of rules. This is how you play Monopoly, basically. This is how you play Magic. Um, but when you sit down to play EDH, you know, I, I think the last time I played EDH with a big group, uh, I, someone, someone dropped a profit at Grufix and I was like scratching my head. They're just like, well, we, we allow this or, you know, uh, they allow proxies or they allow whatever. Um, so it's, it's just, you know, if you want to just play EDH, how the rules are, are stated, then you could do that. And most people play that way. Or if you want to play with your own wacky house rules, then do that too. I mean, whatever floats your boat. If you want to be weird and crazy and play in your underwear, hey, who am I to stop you for that either? <laughs> we're getting too who serious. I had to throw. And I think yeah, and, and you know, it is funny too because we're talking about a format that's now seeing multiple offshoots. We've got, uh, we've got brawl yeah. that was an attempt at that, and then. <laughs> Oathbreaker, there's, you know, even you've got Oathbreaker showing up and EDH Rec is putting up numbers for that. And now I've heard about something called Joust, where the commander must be a knight type creature, mm. literally a knight, and it can have a partner oh, equipment. That's cute. So this is an option. I still want to try Oathbreaker. Oathbreaker looks fun. Oathbreaker yeah, totally I like Joust. it. I think I, it's definitely way who, better who than Brawl. Here, who here has played Oathbreaker? I haven't. My my crew just really just plays regular class. I thought about. It. I make. Have decks. you played it, Eric? I make decks, but no one wants to play. I'll play with you, Eric. <laughs> I'll play with you, Eric, but not with me. <laughs> Only if you're gonna wear those uh, basketball shorts. Show off that girl butt. Oh yeah, you know. Hey it. hey 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 hey. Rock that food balloon. <laughs> wow. That's right. <laughs> I'm not even drunk. I am. Uh, no, I'm not yet. Nope. 
Let's keep <laughs> let's keep going. Uh, anyone else have anything else to say about this? Absolutely. I love you all. All right. Mo- <laughs> what are we again. talking about? We're talking about talking about blue counter spells. Talking about oh, the two Christmas hands in Eric's pants. That fantastic creature that lets you steal another pl- person. Yeah, the one you got, Pixie. The My best blue card? spell. Oh, that, I, yeah. I, I will say that right now, real quick. If there is one to spec on, I absolutely despise blue, but that thing, do not look at CMC because if you do, you don't play magic. That thing will do work. I guarantee it. Yeah, there's ways to Worked cheat it. that out from a graveyard. There's ways to copy it. That oh, thing yeah. will get rude. Is that the one that you posted, Pixie, that you got that you were complaining yeah. about? Yeah, Agent of Treachery. That yeah. thing's awesome. Oh, I bought, I bought 28 copies for 35 cents a piece because I know that thing's going <laughs> to do oh some stuff. Seriously? Did you oh, buy PKs? She would have given it to you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guarantee at the minimum that thing's going to be like a $3, $4 card. I mean... It's not a bad card. I don't think it's a bad card, but I don't ever want to see anybody play it against you. Oh, Oh, I will play it against you. This this is the reason why. Here's the thing. Get on Arena right after this, and we're going to I'm going to go buy it out right now. This this is the thing. (laughs) It's because I'm not not totally a blue player. Like I'm more like Demir style to blue if I play. But to beat a blue player, you have to think just as evil and conniving as a blue player and i'm telling you that <laughs> thing will do work and they will figure out a way to just ruin everybody's life with that thing i guarantee oh, yeah. you that thief oh, of sanity yeah. the freaking zombie ninja in, like i'm telling yep. you there's gonna be yeah. some bad in, crap in, going on <laughs> in, in, yeah. in edh the nut draw is swamp dark ritual in tomb and animate dead to oh, just God. be like it's steal things out and disgusting I'm telling yeah. you that thing did, is just did you nasty. say nut draw yeah. The nut, yeah, like the the nut. That's an expression for like the perfect hand that you draw from a deck, and you, you just that? play that well, hand. Well, she just looked utterly appalled. <laughs> that's what it's called a nut it. draw. It's a thing, yeah. Yeah. Nut draw. The nut. Yeah. 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 Okay. The, yeah. It's may- maybe we need okay. to rebrand it and change. Like things. you're like you're. Oh, no, I like you're it. Like, I just found my it's acorn. Fine. Do you know that squirrel? Well, I don't know if an acorn is technically a nut. But did you know that that's why squirrels look like they're on crack all the time because they forget <laughs> half of the uh, of the acorns that they yeah. bury? So they're constantly like frantically look around, just like I just buried that nut, and they can't find it. <laughs> it's they're just constantly a state of neurotic sense. anxiety. Yes, <laughs> yes. Exactly. So, sure. but this this card this this card weaved into a deck running your that that double triggered ability thing that commander. Oh, let me scroll down and get to it, but. We're still it's, talking um, about Agent of Treachery. Uh, Agent of Treachery comboing up with just straight value out of Yarok, the dese- the, the desecrated, where you get two triggers and you would steal two things. That's that's value right there. Oh Can we talk God. about um, the best Corset 2020 card? What is your I, best Corset wait, 2020 Are we card? Are not going to talk uh, about Bridge from Be- Below being banned like no one cares? Oh. I, uh, was that that modern. was banned in modern and <laughs> yeah modern. I had a bridge. Hey, from I love below. zombies and I don't even care. <laughs> I think bridge from below died for uh, 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 faithless looting sins. We'll just for Hogart. Ho- or for Hogart. Hogart. Yeah, I saw that. I saw yeah, that meme today on Twitter. Yeah, that thing's gonna go back down to two bucks. Oh, what Hogart? Oh yeah, yeah. Hodor, hold the door. Hodor, Hodor, Hodor. Hey, Shaman Hodor. All my eyes out, okay? Don't even talk about that. Mm. Oh my god. Too soon? Shut up. Still too soon? Oh, wow. 
Well, shut up. We are not talking Game of Thrones. Move. No, no. Why? Okay, this is now a Game of Thrones. Now show. I want to talk. Oh, Game we of can Thrones. talk Stranger Goodbye. Things. I'm still Goodbye. catching up. But Stranger Things. I'm. I don't know why I was so late to that party. Don't you say a goddamn word. No, I haven't seen no spoilers. Any... Stop. Stop. Yeah. Moving on. M20. M20. Move on. M20. They show a Since people have work in the morning, let's go ahead and talk about. Let's pick who's our. What's our favorite M20 card? Let's start with Eric, our guest of honor. Gosh. Oh, man, I don't even know. About it. There's so much honor. good stuff. Yeah. I'm just trying to think in my mind. As far as budgety <laughs> cards, I'm going with Corpse Knight. I love Corpse Knight so much. I love it to death. Like I, I just can't get enough of it. Like I think people are very undervaluing what that'll do in just any sort of creature style deck because it's it, it's any creature. It's not just zombies that enter the battlefield. It's whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, each opponent loses one life. Which I mean, one is it again? The two-drop Orzov Zombie Knight. Uh, is that the one, one black... that they printed the wrong power and toughness oh, on? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that thing it's is... actually a 2-3, right? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a 2-2. Two, two. The proper... I don't know I don't know two. what happened there. Two, that's too funny. But yeah, it's a, it's the Orzov 2-2. Two, two. Uh, that's just like... That, that that's pretty right sweet. up my alley. Yeah. Like, I mean, any it's sort of good. token stuff. I mean, even just for standard, you just look at that and then look at Sky Knight Vanguard and you put those two together, that's stupid. Yeah. I nice. mean, looking at budget stuff, you know what I mean? Like, there's so much value that I feel that's in this set for being a core set. Um, Seems like I guess, the uncommons are better than most of the rares. How but I will you? say, I think that um, a card that isn't like super flashy but would be something to consider i just i don't i'm not sure how it would play out in competitive modern mm. is the where is it at uh broad back for fetch lands is that's the two drop white instant choose up to two target permanent cards in your graveyard oh, that were put there oh, from the battlefield this turn and you return them to the battlefield tapped um i mean i that's not bad at all i mean it sucks that it's sweet. two white instead of one white and one but i mean it's still not bad at all i mean you could use it for anything too not just lands it's permanence you know what i mean so that's got a lot of a lot of grab you know it, it, it'll be interesting to, to rule around it yeah keep going eric i like your picks <laughs> uh well for budget side for standard blight beetle oh that's that, a good one yeah i where, mean that where, thing's what, that's which nice one's that Two drop little, black, little black. One black and one protection from green. Then creatures your opponents control can't have one one counters put on them mm. or yeah. plus one plus counters. I should yeah. say. Mm -hmm. Yep, that one's, one's pretty, pretty solid. How, how excited were you guys when they brought back the ley lines, or surprised? I was, I was more surprised. Than I was excited. excited for void. I want uh, yeah. yeah, I I think we, we needed the reprints to absolutely. be honest. Uh, ley line, a sanctity, and void were. Badly needed reprints because they were really they had climbed up there and they're oh, just solid. Anticipation too and EDH that was going crazy. That was like at least twenty five bucks too. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Easily, easily. Can I go? Can I go? Yeah. Uh, so Johnny, why don't you tell me your pick? Just <laughs> <laughs> hand my time off to Pixie. Go ahead. I'm PK. going. Go ahead, PK. Okay. My pick. Is Soren Imperius Bloodlord. Oh, so good. Soren's babe. That is. That, is, that, that is. card wrecked me. Lufius Malfoy. Oh, 
good you mean, though. You mean hashtag so Meatloaf's cover band album cover? <laughs> I would do anything for blood. Oh my god. No, that. you need to go to YouTube, find Meatloaf's I would do anything for love. Watch that video and tell me this doesn't look like him. But we'll swear to God. That. I would do anything for love. <laughs> But God, I won't do, do that. that. So it's like old. one in the nineties. <laughs> no, I won't do okay. that. I think that was eighties, bro. Bro, <laughs> that, that's such yeah. a good card. Why does it cost so little? Why does it cost only it's, one black? And why is it full loyalty? So it's nice. So good. It's oh my ridiculous. god. I'm not saying it's bad. It's too good. Like, oh, it's so yeah, good. Yeah, that turn three, you can drop something huge. Like, I was just thinking modern, you could just, out of the top of my head, like a Necropolis Regent, boom, just drop mm -hmm. that thing out on the battlefield. That'd be insane. And you could go Rakdos Vampires, you could go Grixis oh, Vampires, God. you could go yeah. whatever yes. the fuck Vampires you want yes. with this thing. Yeah. And you get a vampire, you get a vampire. <laughs> exactly. Oh, like, my gosh. It, he's got, like, two pluses. What the hell? I know. It's and crazy. even his minus three, like, it's so good. Yeah, it is. I I I think people. I mean, I think they're seeing it now. But I think when people first seen it, they're like, "What's the big deal?" I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it's crazy!" You, anytime you can slam something on the battlefield without having to worry slam. about it being countered by a freaking blue player, it just like makes me so <laughs> giddy. I'm like, "Yes, this is going yeah. in my deck, baby." <laughs> yeah, and it, and it has support like good. Knight of the Ebon Legion and that one uh, <gasps> one one for. Yes. for uh, a death touch lifelink, and then you put a Soren out, and it becomes a real problem, like uh, Vampire of the of the Dire Moon. This has support within its own set, and it's gonna like I, I don't Pixies know. Pixie's like praise Jesus, praise Jesus, right? <laughs> praise <laughs> Soren, <laughs> praise Soren. That's I'm right. so tired of running it's into so Orzhov vampires, and I never thought I'd say that in arena right now. It's it, it's just so good with all the Ixalan vampires. How dare you? <laughs> so good though. Yeah, and my deck wipes so vampires. What's that? No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't, and I have proof. Oh, let's go. Let's go right now. Yes, queen. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. That's my oh. favorite card. That's Perfect. it. All right. Uh, any more? Yeah, the other vampires. Okay. Night of the Night of the <laughs> Ebon Legion. Um, blood, blood, something aerialist. Bloodthirsty yeah, aerialist. Yeah. That That's nice. Ridiculous yes. card. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. It's all, stupid. All of, it. all of the vampires. <laughs> I think all the vampires are only black cards. I don't think there's any white vampires in the set. No. Yeah, you're right. I think it, they That's just okay. went, went straight black. Because uh, I think that okay. would be the successive deck. Um, we'll see what whatever. What is it? What's the new one called? Australia? That's or archery or something. Archery. You mean <laughs> Theros? <laughs> yeah, when Theros comes out. Uh, we're not. It, it, that's going to be the huge godsmack to everyone because there's not going to be any vampire. There's no vampires on Theros, so they're no. gonna. They're, that's why Soren's <gasps> out now. So it's going to be like, oh yeah, you guys have fun. Well, Ixalan's still around. You have black white vampires, and then they're going to take that out, and we're just going to have Soren and his two other buddies, and it's going to be terrible. Thanks, Watsy. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Wow. Thanks. Wow. Um, Thanks. No thanks. Can we talk about the uh, the best uh, two headed giant card ever printed? Scheming what? Which symmetry? one? Well, tell us, John. Why don't we go to you? You tell us. Fine. Uh, scheming what, symmetry. What card is it? Uh, what, it's what? the choose two target. Scheming... What? That... What color? Uh, black. It's black. Sorry. 
Uh, it's one casting cost sorcery. Choose two target players. Each of uh, them searches their library for a card, then shuffles their library and puts them on top. It's like oh, I like that demonic yeah. tutor for you and your buddy. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and that is some good politics that was a right there. Card either. I thought that was <laughs> insane. I mean, I wasn't even thinking a two-headed giant, but I mean, I still felt even just for one v one, it'd still be a solid card. Or, sure or even in a commander pod. Yeah. 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 Because that there's a lot of head games you can play with scheming symmetry. That's something oh, yeah. where it's like, so what you gonna get, buddy? You gotta you gonna get your 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 need the card you need. Is that the one you want? You think I got maybe a mill spell? What do you think? Uh-huh. You feeling lucky, yeah. punk? That's the, <laughs> that's the kind of card that that is. That's messing with yeah. somebody's heads. Like, oh, you can go guessing. All right, go on, go on. Oh, yeah. I'm playing. And no. it's no. Try it. And, and no. I exiled the top of your card or deck. I, I, yeah, it, exactly. It's just, I love that card, and for one black, there's so much you can do with that. Even though yep. it's sorcery speed, who cares? It's one black to be like, I'm gonna mess with your head. But that's li- a lot but of literally fun. the be- the best two headed giant card ever printed. Like, there's no downside. We both tutor. Let's do this together. Uh, a Johnny Strength of the Pride is real, real, real good. Cavalier of Thorns is amazing. Um, and then I'll I'll let someone else have the other good uncommon that I'm sure is going to come up in a little bit. But those no, we already know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should I mention it? The best, Mister Simic. Yeah. Yeah. The, the best uncommon, actually, the best card in the entire set, Risen Reef. It's the best thing you could do in standard. Oh my it's, gosh! It's you literally can draw your entire deck with this card. So it's stupid. so stupidly. Why the fun. hell they put it at uncommon? Like when I seen that, I was like, <laughs> "What the hell were they thinking?" Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. I, I am wrecking face on arena with this oh, el- this femur elemental deck. It's ridiculous. Yeah, wizards love Simic so much right now with with uh, the stupid crisis. Just let them love it. They fucking let them love, love it. it. Yeah, Simic is the best EDH color. Combination. Boo. <laughs> oh, of crap, bro. oh, no, don't you even start. Don't yeah. you dare hate on my just. Oh, We're my fine. Orzov's fine so right good. now. Yeah. No, it's, it's so really good. not because Esper, it's not. You throw a little blue in there. Esper's still disgusting. Vampires are meta. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tell him, Steve, Dave. With the fire. Yeah. Wipe the floor with your vampire deck with my elementals. Did no. anyone not get a turn yet? I I'm yeah. still I I think having seen it in play with Palancron, I think your Yorok the the desecrated that's in my top ten. That's whatever. That's just nuts. What is that? That's black. It's black, green, and blue. Black, and uh, blue. when it's uh, whenever a permanent enters the battlefield, causes a trigger ability of a permanent you control to trigger. That ability is triggered an additional time. Oh right. So I. Leave what you can do is infinite mana loop with Palancron and just basically someone just basically drew their deck and ended the game. And it's built in, it's baked right into the commander. So that is a two card combo sitting there. Now, if I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. Someone call me out, fine. But um, the other one, like the other cards I'm really enjoying, I like the Cavaliers just because they feel like another. They're like they're like a placeholder for Titans. Like back in 2011, yeah. you had the 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 core set Titans, and basically, if you didn't beat a Titan, you weren't winning the game. Uh, they just had so much power to them. And ever since then, we've seen other iterations like the Gear Hulks, like the what's the um, Gear Hulks are real good. 
Uh, your Hulks were really good. Uh, they tried. They attempted again in M15 with the souls. So Soul you've got character. the soul of Innistrad, the soul of Chandelar, that kind of stuff. So they were all like the casting cost, the power toughness, where they're all kind of like trying to mimic that, but they were never quite there. Yeah. These feel like the triple color and their their power levels are a little less. It's a little scaled back, but they just do a lot of work for what they are. I like those cards. Yeah. Um, yeah. The blue I, I one is the best. Which one? The f- the blue uh, one that brainstorms. Cav- Cavalier of Gales enters the battlefield, draw three cards, and put two cards from your hand on top of your library in any order. And then when it dies, shuffle it shuffle it into its owner's library, then scry two. I think the green one's the best. Green, green one's pre- pretty hardy. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, You're crazy. Tombbound Lynch is good, too. That's another <laughs> uncommon. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. Love that thing. Talk about it. Oh, I just love it just because the fact that no, not only does it have an ETB, but obviously when it deals damage, you're getting card what advantage. What color is it? And it's then uh, it's uh, Demir. Demir. Oh, okay. Sorry, then, it's, you know, I'm still, oh, I don't know all these cards. Any yet. any sort of flicker effects or anything like that, I mean, that, you add that to it. And, I mean, the lifelink death touch, I mean, that's just way too much for an uncommon, but I'm like, whatever, I ain't mad at it. I'll use it all day. <laughs> <laughs> I do like there was excitement about Bag of Holdings being an EDH kind yes. of stable. Yes. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it. Yeah. It's finally, we need a D&D plane. That's, all, that's <laughs> what we need. I swear I thought, like, people were going to lose their collective shit over another Kalia, and no one really is talking about this card. I think she's Because it's not good. that good. I think she's As, good. She's like Coco for Dragon's Demons and Angels. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's good in it's, standard, but compared to the other Kalia, it's not good. Compared right. to the other one, I mean, like this is not a bad like card in standard. Card. Yeah, she was she's powered down as far as EDH yeah. goes. What if they took out dragons? They said vampires. That thing would have hummed. Oh my god! Oh <laughs> hell yeah! Listen, l- listen to Pixie there. <laughs> yeah, she's excited. You can tell. Oh god! I mean, I like it as it is, but it's just kind of like. That's a little bit janky. Could have been better. I think, I don't know. I think uh, her her time isn't yet, but I think after rotation, I think there's going to be, because they're keeping with the with the uh, enemy lands, we got all the temples back, which is, ugh. <laughs> that was a big stinker. Um, but they, they, I'm, well, I like the temples. Temples I'm okay are going to. temples. I, I mean, I get that they're slow. Yeah. But now we we won't, we're only seeing I think the enemy temples, so I'm like curious to see where they put the allied temples. In Theros. In Theros. And, yeah. Well, that's Kabal. why wouldn't they put all the temples in Theros? Because like, they only usually do five rare lands in a set. Because they, they never need to do. sell Theros. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. So like, but like they would have done what? Are they only doing? They're only going to do two sets of Theros, right? No. Most likely. No, One set, just three, right? Aren't they back to the three model? No, 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 no. You have oh. to remember each set is contained. It's by itself. In terms of we we don't do like big, small, small or big, small, big. It's all they're all big sets now. Right, but I thought it was going to be at least like if you're doing a plane, you do it in two big sets as opposed well, to like the, the only reason why they did three Ravnica sets was because of the whole storyline. Oh, so if it is sto- going to be two then. No, no it, it, it'll be interesting no. to see. Like, if they only do one it, set for it, it, it all depends on the storyline on what they're going to be doing. They may just do Theros for this next set, and then they may jump over to Mirrodin, like New Phyrexia or whatever, yeah, for Karn. Where, where oh, is, that'd be 
Where, where's Coach? Because let's talk about story for this. What the? There's fuck all for story in this set. They usually <laughs> put a little bit of, of flavor or something like Garrick's on a mission. He's assassinated. You're right. There, yeah, there isn't any story, is there? There is. You get four Chandra cards or whatever. You get like eight Chandras, and it's just like, okay, cool. What? Tell me about but, it. Nope. There's nothing. Is that because it's a corset? No, they've done corset uh, stories in the past. Like like last year, uh, last year's corset was about Nicobolus. Yeah, or Origins, of course, had had a great. Well, uh, this year's corset's about Chandra. But there's but, but there's no story there. though. But her, but her cards. Maybe right? they're Vorthos. Maybe they're Vorthos people finally said we need a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> or or what happened was. They released the story in some obscure website that none of us know about, but <laughs> the Vorthos people only know about it. Because they do a really good job with releasing the story lately, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> or, 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 what, 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 what had happened, what had happened was, uh, no, uh, Rule Tell of us. Law is another good card. I, yeah, the I got that card so fucking stupid. <laughs> There's some Zuby strong reprints. It. It's a good card. Oh, yeah, Rule of I, Law. I Graf played my S yeah. control and I feel so dirty. That's so Graf good. Digger's cage coming back was nice. I, I, there's some solid reprints coming out of here. Solid oh, reprints. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Do we have anything else on the dock? Or did anyone else have any cards they want to talk about real quick? Yeah, the dinosaur. The zombie dinosaur. Oh, yeah. That's our thumbnail. Oh, rotting Regisaur. Yeah. Yeah, that one, I played it, but I liked it, but I also hated it. It's not very good when you think about it. I mean, I liked it because it was real cheap and it's real big, but then I had to discard a card every turn, and I was like, wait a second, now I'm sad. Well, you just discard the right cards. Oh, oh Johnny. Johnny. Oh, Johnny? So, the best Jeskai commander is in this set. Kai uh, Yeah. Oh, I mean, Technically, Narset is yeah, a better Jeskai commander, but yeah. it's... I, I like this one more than Narset because it's more fun for me. Yeah, whenever you cast a non-creature spell, create a white. Does that work when you storm out? Um, I don't know. Rope I didn't think that fun. far. I don't I, think. Bro. I think. I think. I, if, I think if you when you storm out, if it, if the storm affects like the copies set this off, yeah, this is busted, and then you pair it up with I don't, I don't know anything that gains so, you life or gets you draw cards or whatever. So yeah. I was playing a standard deck when we were, when Pixie and I were doing the the early access streaming. I was playing a deck with Kaikar, um, Arcane Adaptation, and Bishop of Wings to gain infinite life. Oh. <laughs> Remember that because because you do Arcane Adaptation and name angels, and then you get Bishop of Wings and Kaikar out. So that way, whenever yes. the, this one one spirit comes in, it's an angel. You sack it, and then it'll just keep creating more and more spirits and angels and gain infinite life that's real yeah. good that's dirty how is how is a uh, rotting register not like single-handedly bring modern madness into some kind of a, a tier two tier three situation though i mean it, 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 it's, it's too, too slow it's it's too easy to kill also yeah that's fine but if even if it goes off once and, and you're and you're able to drop something with madness or you have other backup madness cards i mean you, you drop a um what is it called big game hunter or something with this car there's a lot of stuff you could do i don't know i i feel like it's at least a good two of and in and in the right uh kind of kind of situations maybe board more in 
I, I don't know. I, that's, that's it's just going to take some around. testing because, I mean, I like it. I know what you're talking about because yeah. I was thinking about stuff like that myself. I, I was mean, trying to figure out what to do with it. Rakdos on Madness, Raw, yeah. just on, I'm not so scared of the, the, discarding a card. Like, you're not going to put this in a deck that doesn't want to discard cards. So exactly. it's, it's nice raw power and that you can get a 7-6 for 3 mana is it's still not quite Tarmogoy. But it's not the worst. It's it right. just I can see where it doesn't have evasion, and it you know there are plenty of ways to kill it off. The person somebody waits until you discard your card and then get yeah, rid of it. It doesn't even have they, trample or anything. Yeah, so. I think its biggest drawback is one. people are gonna look. Yeah, people are gonna look at it like, oh, you're gonna just get two for one for this. Right. Well, I mean, maybe if that's if you're just playing vanilla version, but if you tune it in the right build, depending on right. the format, it, it could do some work. Exactly. I don't think it should be underestimated, but I can understand where people are kind of lukewarm on it. I don't know, because I, Madness always felt like a strategy to me where it's just there. Not Tier 1 ever, I don't think. Um, it, it was real close when, when Shadows Over Innistrad came out and you had a, a ton of new Infusion of Madness cards. But I don't know, this one just feels like it just pushes it. I, I feel like you could steal a lot of games, at least at first, because I don't think anyone's going to board against your Rotting Regisaur. Um, you know, or even get a board against playing against a madness deck. Um, so I, I, I don't. It's it's kind of like a like a scrub checker deck, like kind of like eight rack. Where, scrub checker. Well, you can, like, <laughs> you can you can go and do really well against uh, uh, like a, an LGS that you haven't played at. What's eight rack? Because no one kind of you know prepares for the Spanish Inquisition, but then. After yeah. a while, if you go back there, they're they're gonna know, and 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 eight rack becomes it's just like okay, people learn how to play against eight rack, where you don't even have to really board against it. You just need to know when to throw down cards, when to hold them. Um, where I think that could kind of be the case with rotting register, but at least it, for the first couple of weeks, we could we could surprise some people. I don't know. Am I too high on this card? Now I'm talking myself. No, no, you, you are, I, you are I, pretty high. I, like I, th I think it it's definitely fun. got some upside. I'm not going to argue that. Like that's what I said. Like I've been trying to think of just uh, different ways to work with it, mm -hmm. and to, you know, just utilize it to the best of your abilities. But it does suck that. I mean, it kind of has to be vanilla for what it is. I mean, it's a seven right. six. I mean, you can't put trample or something stupid like that on there because then that'd just be insane. But I mean, it's definitely something to consider for uh, like a reanimator deck for sure or madness. Mm -hmm. So what about um speaking of jank like rotting regisaur, what about Colossal Hammer with Sigarda's aid? Oh Ooh. gosh. Yeah, I mean everybody yeah, so we were spice. talking about that probably if, what two weeks ago maybe we were uh talking about people were saying using that uh turn two with Glistener Elf. And if there's yeah. no if there's no blockers then you win. I mean that's just insane. Uh oh, I think we lost Johnny here. He's we did. He he left. He's out. He, he, we, we were talking too much about... Um, he really hated that dinosaur. We discarded yeah. him to our, our dinosaur. How dare you talk about that dinosaur. <laughs> uh, Lightning Stormkin, too. Can we stop giving it these crazy-ass fast creatures? Like, no. Two yes. for two, two flying haste? Jesus. No. I know. Is it needs all the help it can get. No, it doesn't. It's Johnny! There he is. It's a, it's a new wireless modem router thing. Jesus this, God almighty. This is a faster version of Boros uh, Legionnaire, right? Yeah. Yeah, because Legionnaire's three. Jesus. That's good. It's That's better. Good. Yeah, it's good. It's better. It needs prowess. It, 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 yeah, oh it's no God. Storm Chaser <laughs> Mage. Yeah, it's no Storm Chaser Mage, but it'll do. It will yeah. do. 
The old dude donkey. Uh, do we have any? Oh God, Johnny is all all <laughs> <laughs> He's in and out. Do we have anything else on the docket? PK, you're our backup pro- uh, produce manager. How about produce? Yeah, uh, we got manager. we got bananas on sale. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know, Granny Smith apples. Mm, mm. Um, I love the grannies. I like the sound of it. <laughs> oh my god what? you can find two christmas hands down eric's pants <laughs> oh my god. i am expecting that now oh my god. <laughs> it's seasoned with clove and pineapple <laughs> Johnny oh my belligerent god. from the from the aether right now oh my god am you can hear me is that fine yeah we can we hear you we can't we, cannot we can't see your gorgeous face though Fine. The train wheels are falling off on my end, so I guess the 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 YouTube world is this is a sign where they're just like, all right, you people, you're done. Shut up. This this is your allotted time of your nonsense. Uh, do we have anything else, or uh, can, can we go to send? That was it. Yeah. No, we want we wanted to go off about arena. Yeah. Um, we wanted to talk about the band list, and we wanted to talk about M20. Perfect. I think we accomplished we something it. here. Yeah. Yeah. I think we did it. All right, uh, let's go around the horn. Everyone, thank you so much, chat. You really hung in tonight. Uh, yeah, the really chat was freaking awesome tonight. Awesome. Chat is always awesome. We love you, it, chat. They they were especially awesomer tonight because yeah. Carl was here. Yeah. Carl. 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 Yeah, uh, we had we a Raven Knight MTG. Uh, so we had some new faces, which was cool. And then, then the the Barflies, which I love so much, like your your Jim Spike feeders, your Trap, uh, and uh, Raph, and and Doctor Efren, and King of Jank, and all all, all the homies uh, cranked EDH uh, at the end for the win. Um, at least I <laughs> just saw your post. I didn't know if you're here longer or not. But yeah, thank you so much, chat, for for coming on. Uh, with us and hanging out, talking crazy stuff. Uh, let's. Oh, Eric Williamson, of course. Uh, let's go around the horn. Uh, PK, where can everyone find you? Toot toot. I'm starting the horn. You can find me. <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on YouTube. My channel is Pixie Game Plays. It's really stupid, and I make dumb videos. But you should go check them out anyway. They are not yes. dumb. They're the best of the rest. This I so love good. them. They're good. So the most delightful little comic sledgehammer. Johnny, you're alive. <laughs> I'm Johnny here. <laughs> yes. No, t- no tin street is ever complete without technical difficulties of some kind. And we have brought you extra sauce tonight. You can find me on Twitter at Johnny Slivers. You can find me here at tin street hooligans and you can find me at carsphere.com blogging about EDH. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Uh, let's go to our special guest. And I probably should have been a good host and went to you first, Eric, uh, Undying oh, MPG. Where can everyone <laughs> find you, sir? Uh, you can find me on the old Twitter at Undying MTG, and then, of course, on the tubes at Undying MTG. And if you so choose to and want to join the nonsense of Discord, I do have a link in my profile on Twitter. And then when I remember, it's in my video description. So if you want to hang out and you know add to the nonsense that's on there i mean feel free to join i mean i don't have any really restrictions other than just don't be a d-bag nice <laughs> well shit i'm kicked out <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah eric it's always a great time thank you so much for coming back man oh yeah for sure all right uh and the, the best sign off in the business 
Magic Wazubi can be found on the following on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. You can reach me on Facebook.com slash Magic Wazubi, on Twitter at Magic Wazubi, on Instagram at Magic underscore with underscore Zuby. And you can email with any questions you may have at MTGZuby at gmail.com. John, take it away. The best part, he just looks in your eyes while he's doing it. Uh, You can find me right (laughs) here on this very channel. They said, we said, doing all the Magic the Gathering content like this weekly live show. Ten Street Hooligans also uh, doing the Hive Mine, which the new episode will be coming out uh, very soon, probably hopefully by the end of the week. Um, Who do we got next week on Ten Street? Anyone know? PK or Johnny, do we know? Uh, we got what Supreme Verdict next week, right? That's Ooh. right, Supreme Verdict That's is right. back. So, uh, oh, we, so yeah, Jay, so I, I know Jason Alt's gonna come back to to defend his perfect winning streak. Also, Matt Morgan from EDH Rec. So we'll see Ooh. if this is another time that Jason Alt fires Matt Morgan because uh, he's done that about ten <laughs> times. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, you boy. Can find- us personally on uh, MTG Ten. That's the the Twitter post. Everyone go follow that because it's a it's a ton of fun. We'll, we'll post the more followers we get, the more we'll we'll, we'll post and stuff. Um, you can follow me personally at Orzov Done. And until next time, we'll see you. Go play. Don't play with your digital cat, no matter what Zuby says. Hey. <laughs> you should get a cat. <laughs>